0: this week's episode of here's on get is brought to you in part by Jamal sausage, Jamal sausage, the biggest sausage in South central Mississippi. Be sure to get Jamal sausage in your mouth tonight.
1: Hola
0: and bien venidos, mi hombres, me amo Ted Bird, and this is Here's Why I Don't Get El Podcasto from north to south, east to west the only formerly Spanish-speaking podcast, now 100% English language podcast (laughs) and the longest continuously running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network I'm your host, Ted Bird, with me today as always, my friend Tim the Handlebreaker Si, senor Well, I told you you gotta stop doing that (laughs) Damn it (laughs) Uh welcome back everybody. It's a late episode this week. We're recording on a Thursday, not a Monday like usual cuz life is hell. Uh-huh. Um yeah, we're I we'll get into it in my issue, but we're facing the snow apocalypse again. <laughs> I fucking hate the snow apocalypse season. Um we just had the worst fucking weather. Yeah. Where we'll, it'll be it'll be 70 degrees every day that I have to work, it's like 70 degrees, and it's like, ah, oh, day off, I could do something nope, fucking 20. 15, 11. There was one day this week where the high was sixty four at midnight. That was the, <laughs> that was the high at midnight. It was like, ah, you know, go to bed. It's it's hot. It was basically it was in the seventies. It's kind of warm outside. You're like, okay, I'm gonna lay down in bed. I'm just gonna cover up with this one little
2: blanket, no problem. And then you wake up in the middle of the night and it's it's fucking freezing. freezing. And the kind of freezing where you like, I have to do something about this. I have to put on pants and socks.
0: Fortunately, I have a heated blanket, so when I woke up like that this week, I just rolled over and pushed the two on buttons, and then you know it <laughs> warmed up pretty quick, and I fell right back asleep. It's uh it's miserable, and the weather people are all just like fucking hammering it up. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I watched uh this new movie. Well, not this new is an older movie, but I watched it for the first time this weekend called The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling. It's like a noir detective action comedy by Shane Black. Kind of black comedy. Yeah, set in the 70s black LA. Comedy,
2: black buddy comedy. It like, was pretty good. But I mean, not black buddies comedy. Yeah. It's a black buddy comedy, but also not a black buddy comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pardon anything going on with my voice this episode. Yeah, I Tim blew had my an voice exciting out. Week. <laughs> I blew my voice out two nights ago at a concert. You got to warm up. Were you warming up on the way down? A little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta warm up for days ahead of time. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for three weeks
2: from now. <sighs> what happens in three weeks? You'll see another show. Uh, what are you seeing? Uh, I'm going to see Between the Buried and Me at uh, Canes. Yeah, featuring Car Bomb.
0: Yeah. So you, as soon as your voice is back to normal, you should spend at least you know ten minutes a day, and every day add two minutes. Just go out in the backyard and just be like. <laughs>
2: I hate black people! I hate them! 'em! Y'all fucking smell
0: you know, just go out there and shout that. And then when someone comes and knocks
2: you on your door and is like, is someone in your backyard shouting that they hate black people, go, what? what? Are you are you, you crazy? Are you racist son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you say that? Yeah. The the you know just Really, gas police. Lag. There's some racist <laughs> asshole <laughs> knocking on doors. And then as soon as
0: as soon as you close the door, you you know you close the door, you turn 180 degrees of and around, yell, walk you know, back out <laughs> in the backyard, and just, I
2: hate him! <laughs> Fucking one just came and knocked on my door. <laughs> and they're knocking on your door
0: again. Did <laughs> 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 so you just go outside and start yelling to the what? I, I hate do, door knockers. Are you? Is there something wrong in your brain? <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm in my home. I don't know what your problem is. I'm gonna call the police. Uh, uh, really make them feel like they're crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that way, that way, you're nice and warmed up. And then when you I, the day comes to scream, because I can scream all day every oh, yeah, day. Yeah. But I I scream a lot. You know, a lot of times I'm not here. Or I'm I'm at home by myself, and I'm just screaming at the TV, racial slurs and mm-hmm. epithets.
2: I haven't played Call of Duty in so long. Well, no, I don't even turn <laughs> the TV on. I just
0: like to scream at it because I yeah. can kind of see a dark reflection of myself. Yeah. That's what I imagine myself would look like if I was a minority.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that way you get the self-loathing and the racism out of you all in one go. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's it's perfect
0: therapy. Yeah. So how was uh how was coheed?
2: It was great. Uh, the opener kind of sucked. I will talk about them later in the show. Uh, great concert. Uh, yeah. I've That was I've never been to that venue before. Uh, and their sound I thought by the opener. And I was like, by by the way the opener was mixed. I was I was dreading the concert. Yeah, but as soon as Code came on, I guess they had a different sound guy.
0: Probably, probably. Uh, well, I'm guessing it's not Coheed's rig. It's the, it's the house the venue, rig. Yeah, and yeah, they probably just both carry their own front of house tech.
2: Yeah, also yeah, it probably also helped that uh, it didn't help that. Well, no, because it was mostly um. Like the opener, there they had a good, good bass DI. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guitars were amped, but they were fine. It was mostly the vocals that weren't getting out on top. No, and they were just, it was, you know, all the highs, it, all the, all that was coming through was the super highs.
0: It sounds it like a like bad
2: was, engineer to me. Yeah. But then, yeah, Cody came on and, uh, their sound was pristine. Uh, yeah, great show. Uh, we went. I went with uh, Truckin' and Tucking and uh, we had a great time. Yeah, they didn't invite me. You didn't want to go. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe I wanted to go, Tim. I'll never
0: you know. I don't think you did. I, I don't. I don't like concerts. No. It it takes a really, really, really special band to make me want to see a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rush, which are they're not have doing any more concerts <laughs> ever again, so strike that one. Crash Test Dummies—that's one that I would go to a concert for, but probably only like one or maybe two more. Yeah, and Weird Al, who we're seeing later this year, and outside of that, like Cake—I've seen a concert twice. The first time was great; the second time, I was very annoyed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I probably won't see them in concert again, Um, especially because the lead singer guy, whose name I can't remember at the moment, he became like a really obnoxious liberal. so all his shit is they ju- they released a new single last year the year before, I maybe mean, it was in 2019, and it was just it was like
2: about how the world's going to end. I, was mm. like, oh no, yeah. uh and I was talking to talking about this, but um, maybe because it was a Tuesday night crowd, yeah, um, but the crowd seemed way better than most crowds at Kane's usually are because they not they weren't drunk as fuck. They weren't, yeah, they weren't drunk as fuck. The, the floor was not, you know, covered in beer. Yeah. Uh, there was significant less um, skunkiness. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have to play the game, is that B.O. or weed? Because it didn't really smell like- it was definitely like, B.O. Well, it didn't smell <laughs> like- it. You, it was, There was no, like, waftable bad smell around. Yeah. Um, the crowd, there was like there was no, like no one was, like, fighting in the crowd- no ejections, no ejections. Ah. Which I've I've seen at a Cody show for it, and there was barely any like moshing. Yeah,
0: the we, the concert we did at the BOK Center a couple of weeks ago, the the audience cleared, and there was there were two big open like standing room pits, and then there were two. V- The primo front row Mm -hmm. sections. And the front row sections, it looked like they were giving away beer for free. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was literally just the entire section was in about an eighth of an inch of beer. Like, did you just order them and pour them straight on the ground? How could you possibly have generated this much
2: beer in three hours? Yeah, I don't know if it was if it was because it was a Tuesday night crowd that they seemed like polite, even like people were like walking past me during the show to go throw their beers away and then come back. That's incredible. Which, by the way, we got we got we had we got we each got a beer. We're gonna get uh, it was some amber ale they had. Yeah. And it was, we were like, that's the only thing drinkable on this list of, like, you know, Bud Light and Corona and Michelob. Uh, and then the lady was like, yeah, we're out of that. That's the one beer we're out of.
0: Yeah. So you got Coronas?
2: No. She was like, well, how about there's like this local, uh, a local Pilsner. And it's like, it was, it's, it's the name of whatever radio station they have down there. Uh. From F- some local brewery.
0: FM who gives a fuck because yeah. radio is dead.
2: <laughs> so we're like, yeah, we'll try that. It was fine. Yeah. I finished it. So. No, there's, that's
0: that's 50% of it for you.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I wish I went to any good concert. Stay tuned until June and then I'll have a good concert story. But Tim <laughs> will also have that same concert story.
2: Yeah, but I'll also have like four or five more in between that.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to rank all your concerts this year. Like what was the number one? So what's the number one so mm-hmm. far?
2: Uh, I think the Super Bowl halftime show is going to be number one. (laughs)
0: What was the Super Bowl halftime show?
2: Yeah, you didn't see it, did you? No. It was um, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Yeah.
0: No interest in any of those people. (laughs)
2: Well, you'll you'll get to see uh, Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg pretty soon. Yeah, I'll get to take a nap during it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be great. Well, uh, Tim, let's get into some issues. What's your first issue
2: this week? Uh, here's what I don't get: <sighs> hate boners. Um, I understand. Look, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, I think that's a lot of. I think that's that's around the time a lot of people, um, have enough free time and care enough about certain things. That they that they can develop hate boners for them, yeah. Or, or hate, you know, hate. Fill in the blank, right? I used to hate watch some things, mm-hmm. right? Like the way we would watch. You, I would hate watch a Zack Snyder film. Yes, right. Or like, the way like if we we would watch
0: Picard. Yeah, we hate-watched Picard. We hate-watched Picard, yeah. Yes.
2: Actually, I don't even
0: think what we did was... We didn't hate watch Picard, because we really, really went we to wa- the <laughs> edges of our sanity to try and yeah. give that show a chance. That's... Uh, <clears throat> I think that's the maturity of of being in your late 20s and early 30s, yeah. is that... Yeah, and then when it's like, I, I hate this, we decided to not watch it anymore or ever <laughs>
2: again. Ever again, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm bringing this up because... When I'm searching for the news for the show, uh, I bet you they're all done by one person because I found that it's the website. Yeah, Nick Ricada. <laughs> um, I have a screenshot on my phone uh, from today. Well, two days ago, really. It's The website's called Inside the Magic, and I'm, cer- I'm certain all of these articles are by one person.
0: Magic Johnson.
2: But this person finds a way to put out like one article a week at the least about how Marvel is going to replace Captain Marvel, oh, Brie Jesus Larson. Jesus Christ. But they do it in the worst way, right? They do it in the way that Doomcock.
0: Doomcock? Yeah.
2: It, they do it in that Doomcockish way where it's like every year there, or every week there's a new rumor that Kathleen Kennedy will be outed you yeah. know, as head of Star Wars.
0: Rumors have it uh, that. Yeah, that this is happening and be sure to take this a grain of salt because it's just a rumor. It was like, but,
2: yeah, but you've been sharing the same rumor for two years. Yeah. But even worse than that, it's like if um if we if we if you go on Star if you kept on the Star Wars track, yeah. Um it'd be like if the new Doomcock video was like, well, maybe uh Star Wars is looking to uh uh kill off Kylo Ren mm-hmm. because they killed him off in the comics. this issue of this is what if issue, what if Kylo Ren died issue of Star Wars comic book came out today, and well, maybe, maybe they're
0: going to base the TV show on this yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. so because um, Marvel has the comics to pull from, there's at least uh you know, it, it seems like it's every week that this guy is Marvel confirms Thanos is returning to kill Captain Marvel in a comic. In a comic, but like if you click on the article, the article opens with like um, of all the characters in the MCU, Brie Larson might be one of the most contentious as she plays Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, And then it's so it sounds like the articles about her Mm -hmm. and then he talks about. Uh, issue two thirty seven of Captain Marvel. Issue two of Silver Surfer Rebirth, which came out this week, in where Captain Marvel, not even Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, is getting is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the story is, but it's it's not even about her character in the comic. Oh. Yet the thumbnail is fucking Brie Larson. Of course it is. The opening paragraphs about Brie Larson and yeah. the MCU. Uh, he did that. They did that earlier with uh, here. This is Marvel announces they will replace Carol Danvers this year.
1: Yeah, in the comic, replacing her because she's
2: comic. going to some fucking planet or something, <laughs> and so someone else needs to be Captain Marvel while she while she's away. So,
0: <laughs> I love that. That's the excellent. Yeah, she's going to this planet. Like, no, you're just you're writing her out. That's why. You're writing her to go to this planet.
2: Yeah. There were, she
0: doesn't have, she's not real. <laughs> it's not like me. If it's like, uh, Tim, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to need to miss two weeks of the show. I need to go to Oregon and take care of my sister for two weeks. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, that's a person with free will and yes. things outside my control. That would be like, uh, Tim, Mad Cucks is going to, is going to not be able to be on the show this week because he has to go to the cuck shed. <laughs> like, Tad, Mad Cucks is you. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like no, nah, I'm telling you, he's not going to be able to. <laughs> he's not going to be able to come on in any guest appearances. We're not going to be able to make any jokes about him. Yeah. Like, you're. Are you retarded? You must be
2: retarded. Yeah, but this guy at Inside the Magic has such a hate boner for Brie Larson that he combs any <laughs> any like v- tangibly related.
0: Next thing you know, it's going to be like, is Bree Brie Larson maybe getting replaced in the MCU because. Uh, the MCU now has a made a contract with GM to put GM cars in their in their movies, and of course, as you know, she's on the commercials for Nissan. <laughs> is this a conflict of interest? <laughs> it'll be like it'll be something. Yeah. I swear oh, to God, yeah. it'll be something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think Brie Larson is terrible. I yeah. don't. I have never seen her in anything that even approached being interesting. Uh, I she's in
2: Scott Pilgrim and I kinda like that movie. Uh, so. Oh She was also in a couple episodes of Community. Which yeah, she where she right. played an
0: Autistic Retard, yeah. which is uh, <laughs> which perfectly fits her acting ability. Scott Pilgrim is a terrible, terrible movie. It's a worse comic book and it ruined a whole generation of women, as evidence in that famous song. Uh-huh. Uh Scott Pilgrim ruined an entire yes. generation of women. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I hate her. But you know how many times a week and like there was when she, she joined YouTube. She's like, I'm going to be a YouTuber now. And uh, YouTube we to play
2: Animal Crossing. Totally and, yeah.
0: like censored all dissent against her and all that shit. And, um, yeah, she's a miserable person. She's not a good actress. Captain Marvel was a, a bad movie. It should not have come out where it did in the MCU. Yep. That should have been where the Black Widow movie happened. And then uh, but You know how much I think about Brie Larson
2: in my daily life? Never.
0: Basically never. When
2: she, when she comes up. When
0: I, when a Nissan commercial comes on and she's like, I have the power and performance of a Nissan or whatever she says. And I'm like, why did they pick her? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. In fact, this is the record number of times I've been able to get her name correct in a row. I think ever,
2: yeah, I'm usually call her like Allison Bree.
0: Every fucking time, I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know why. I think it's because Larson and Allison are sure. the same, and, and Brie and Brie, it, and it
2: just reverses them. Look, you're not the only one. I'm I, sure you're not the only one that does it. It's like um, Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mul- Mulroney. I don't know who <laughs> the second one is. I
0: I only vaguely know that Dylan McDermott exists. <laughs> I know that he's an actor from the '90s. They both are okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so
2: just fucking let it go, dude. Yeah, I, I I don't have that capacity within me to hate something that I don't like. I to actively hate. Actively hate. That's yeah. yeah. There's there was the passive. I and passively active. hate tons of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I got plenty of room to passively hate stuff. Yeah, like. Or even, like, marginally, actively hate something. So So, so going out of your way,
0: you'll avoid something
2: you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, you hear the name Brie Larson, you're like, oh, I don't know. Fuck that lady. Yeah, fuck that lady. Or, like,
0: for you, the new Hellboy reboot. Oh, God. You kind of, you're active in hating it in that... If there was ever an opportunity where it presented itself to watch it, you would actively not actively watch it. Actively not watch it. It's Like, oh uh, you, you walked into the if you were to like walk in the living room and someone yeah. had it on, they're like Tim, we're watching Hellboy, it's your favorite movie. No, you looked not. at it and you're like, That's not wrong. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Just you. Storm out of the house or whatever. I, I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh where that's that's like a a semi-active hate. Uh-huh. But Tim doesn't... You don't wake up in the morning. You didn't, like, get in the car today, like, well, you it's, know what I
2: fucking hate? It's that, activated. That goddamn Hellboy movie! Yeah, it's activated. <laughs> yes.
0: Not like, active. When was the last time you thought about that Hellboy movie prior to Right Now?
2: Uh, last uh, time I saw it on, like, Amazon, I bet, like, for yeah, sale. scrolling through yeah. the
0: Blu-rays, yeah. yeah, And and I'm sure it was, Ah, oh, fuck that movie, yeah. scroll, scroll, uh-huh. scroll. Yeah, like, I hate all this new Star Trek stuff, Yeah, I... I go out of my I, that's probably the most active hate that i have and then i go out of my way to try and avoid i don't want to hear about it i don't yeah. care about it when i'm scrolling through stuff online and i see someone i saw this cool um art piece it was it was all of these uh vectorized uniform designs mm-hmm. with their com badge laid over them okay in a shadow box, and I was like, that's, oh, that's cool. Pretty dope. But the final like badges were from the new stuff. Yeah. It's like I don't fucking want those. I give me, you know, the Monster Maroons, give me the TOS colors, give me the TNG uniforms, the D Space Nine uniforms, and the Voyager uniforms. Like just cut that off on the left-hand side and throw it away. It was also ridiculous because the item for sale was not the com badges, it was not the shadow box. It was not even a print of the vectorized art; it was a digital print of the vectorized art for you to post. And I looked at it and I was like, "I could go wow. create this in Illustrator in like eleven minutes." Yeah. Um. It, but so that's as far into active hating as I get, and and YouTube knows. I watch enough. I will watch Star Trek content on YouTube, but I'll avoid the stuff about the new things. I'll just yeah. watch like. I'll, I like to watch video essays like breaking down characters or breaking down episodes uh-huh. or movies and comparison to things. But I saw this one um the other day where it was like hey, just, what we know about uh Strange New Worlds, it's gonna have Uhura and Khan in it. And, and Uhura's origin story. I'm like, holy fuck, no one could give a shit less about. Who's origin story? Yeah. Or, and there's, how can you put Khan in the show? Khan's body was found abandoned in space after 400 years by Captain Kirk. You can't have him get found twice. Oh, uh, we found Khan. We let him out of his ship. We had a whole adventure with him. And then we took the neuralizer from Men in Black, neuralized him, and stuffed his ass back in his ship <laughs> and abandoned it and then deleted it from the ship's logs so that nobody knew about him. Like, they, every time they try and do that shit, they have to. They did this with um, the Mirror Universe in Star Trek Discovery. They're, the whole first season ends up, they like go to the Mirror Universe and there's all this Mirror Universe bullshit. And then they're like, they have to address that because yeah. again, the Mirror Universe was, was discovered in, in Star Trek, the original yeah. series. They're like, oh yeah, it's classified. We're going to classify it. Now nobody knows. Like that's your, <laughs> that's your, uh, uh, yeah, We well, we've known about the Mirror Universe forever. We just classified it so it doesn't count. Like, <laughs> oh uh, you just it makes me want to uh like i want to go into one of those board meetings. i'm sure they don't wear ties anymore uh-huh. but i want to have kitty pride's power where you can read you know phase through objects yeah just phase through the table grab their tie and then come back yeah, down get, and smash their head yeah. into the fucking desk uh and and that's that's a semi-active hate it's an activated hate yeah but i don't like wake up in the morning just like, I fucking hate Alex Kurtzman. <laughs> yeah, the Doomcock guy, we talked about it before, the, the Doomcock guy is this guy like Br- with Br- Brie Larson. If you don't like Brie Larson, if you really want to show your disdain, stop paying for Disney Plus. Yep. Stop watching Marvel movies, although there haven't really been any. Like Eject yourself from the franchise. When they stop getting your dollars... They that's when change will happen. Yeah. When you know, uh the final Jedi, the final The Last Skywalker, mm-hmm. that movie came out and bombed. Yeah. Bombed. And then Disney was like, okay, we need to really rethink what we're doing with this fucking Star Wars shit. And they started doing the TV shows, which have been pretty universally uh well, the the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Was, the Boba Fett uh TV show, it's like you have the super fans who are like, oh, my God,
2: Boba Fett.
0: Yeah. And then you have people who I think are a little bit more objective who are like, yeah, this it's fine. But there's
2: dumb. He's fat. He doesn't, doesn't fight. And he
0: <laughs> doesn't do anything. Yeah. And there's I guess there's two episodes where they just made two episodes, of the Mandalorian, but put him in Boba Fett or my phone loves to cut to cut. Uh, um, Auto correct Boba Fett to Bob's Fret. So, <laughs> so now I see ah. Boba Fett written places in my head. Bob's it says fret. Bob's Fret. <laughs> so I was at the store looking for a gift for my sister's birthday. And Lego now does these like busts or not bust helmets. Helmets. They do helmets and they have like Darth Vader and a stormtrooper and a, uh, Luke's helmet. And Iron then they Man. had Iron Man, yeah. Batman. Then they had. Bob's, Bob's Fret. fret. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then there they also they don't call his ship what it is anymore the new Lego set version of it is uh-huh. called Bob's uh-huh. Fret's spaceship or something uh-huh. like that starship like but what's but what's the name though? What's the name though? It's slave One. And do you know why it's called Slave One, Tim? Why? Because Bob's Fret is a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> He's He's not a good guy. It's not like Han Solo's like, yeah, this is the n you know the n word Falcon, like yeah. the Millennium n word. This is my ship. I'm supposed to be a good guy.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is this is the uh, that's one of my the least... n word ship. <laughs> like, that's what my, the
2: fuck, Han Solo? That's one of my least favorite trends of um, of you know new media is the outrage when bad guys are bad and or do bad things. Yeah. Like eventually they're going to go after like um, uh, to kill a mockingbird. Yes. Uh, Harp Harper Lee Lee. who's dead. Eventually they're going to go after Harper Lee. Like kids can't read this book because Harper Lee is a racist. She put the N word in this book. Despite the (laughs) fact
0: that that's the, that's of course the being the point. Yeah.
2: The, the
0: doing the whole name change and not letting bad guys be bad guys. It's a two, it's like a, a twofold system because on the one hand, we don't make Hans Gruber's anymore. Yeah, like Hans Gruber in Die Hard is the bad guy, but only in the sense that uh, John McClane's the protagonist. Yeah. He's not, Hans Gruber's not a villain. He's not doing evil for the sake of evil. He's just, you know, we there, there are hundreds of heist movies where the guy's stealing the money from the big corporation are the, the, the good hero. guys. Yeah. Um, so it's just like a point of view thing. And I saw an interview with Alan Rickman where he talked about that, where he's like, I didn't play Hans Gruber as a villain. I, I just have a motivation that's opposite what the protagonist is. So we can't have nuanced villains like that anymore. Like Thanos was, was the last one who even came close, even though his whole plan is retarded. And it was
2: not, I mean, uh, subtle. Yeah. Not subtle. Not, he didn't really play him in that way. Yeah. Uh, but they gave they they gave him the motivation.
0: They gave mm-hmm. him enough motivation that was unique for a Marvel movie, and yeah. in to the point where Infinity War is that yeah yeah was almost just a th- like you could a have Thanos just called movie. it Thanos yeah Infinity War instead of Avengers Infinity War. Sure. The so you can't have those types of villains anymore. They have to just be like cartoonishly evil versions of the good guy but also but also they can't be like
2: nazis or, too evil yeah. because if
0: they're too real world evil then people will like might start to think they're interesting again yeah yeah uh but uh yeah, anyway, any any day, I'm I'm sure there's a there's like a weird contingent of our fan base. They're like, any day now, uh Buck and Chaco, they're gonna be back. <laughs> Tab and Tim, they're recording on a Thursday again. They've been doing this a lot lately. <laughs> they must not want to do the show anymore. Yeah. It's too big bu- they're getting too busy. They're gonna bring it back. They're gonna bring back Buck any day now. <sighs> I'm talking to my sources on the inside. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a good issue, Tim. Here's what I don't get. <phone rings> the snowpocalypse. Now we live in the Southwest and the Southwest is not exactly known for getting tremendous amounts of snow. And I've lived in North Carolina and I've known people who live in South Carolina and they're a little bit more temperate and I'm almost tropical compared to t- to Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, we're, we're like right on, we're right on the cusp of entering the, the high plains and the prairie and mm-hmm. the desert. Like we're, we're still just a little bit of that carve out of the, uh, Ozarks in Tulsa yeah. that we yeah. we have like nor- hills and greens and all that kind of shit. Well, but and so we get snow and we're pretty well prepared for it. But the weather people just hype it up to such an the nth degree. Every time that they miss it, it's when it's bad. But if they're <laughs> out there out for weeks, I, I had this uh, training scheduled. We had a show get canceled months ago. And so I requested the time the show had in the space to host some training classes so I could have some better qualified employees yeah. and the venue agreed and put it all together. And I wrote a curriculum and nobody helped me because nobody wants to fucking help anybody with any of this shit. They just complain that it doesn't get done and pretty much ready to go. And then yesterday I started getting like, well, you know, the weather's supposed to be bad and I just, uh, I can't do it. Like, how how bad do you think it's gonna be? And no matter how bad it is, I have driven in snow and ice in all different types of cars: front wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, big tall SUVs, little short compact cars, muscle cars, pickup trucks. Like I, I've experienced minivans, the the entire slew of the car on ice. Variables you can work with. Okay. It's really not that hard or dangerous. Plan double your. Yeah. Double your commute time. Yep. Drive slower and leave yourself plenty of space.
2: God, when we had the big snow, uh, was that.
0: Uh, In like 2012?
2: No, no, no. Earlier. A couple. Oh, la-
0: last year, last no, February. Last week. Oh. That lasted a day?
2: Yeah. Yeah. But but it was uh was it we were doing a show that day. Yeah. Uh and uh my dad's driving and he turns onto Riverside. Uh, and there was a guy so in that area of Riverside it's it's three lanes. Mm-hmm. And the third lane is that merge lane that eventually shuts down. Uh This guy was driving in the I mean he was just straddling the line. He was the, he, there was no, there was no one around him and he's straddling the line between the merge lane and the middle lane. Of course. And we're trying to merge onto that street and it's a, it's, he's in some crossover and uh, uh, he, he honks at us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course and, he does. And then threw something out of his car at us. What a jackass. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the they hype it up. Everybody goes, and of course, we talked about milk sandwiches on the show before, and uh, it, people don't know how to drive anymore, and then they're so afraid of driving that everything has to be closed. Mm-hmm. I mean, stores have to be closed. Schools have to be closed, and it's schools now. Oh, they're just—they're calling them instantaneously. Yep. It'll be Tuesday night. There may be a chance of snow late in the afternoon on Wednesday. I remember so many times as a kid. You, know, it would be, it would be cold. You know, in the morning you get to school. You even go to lunch and have recess time outdoors. Yeah. And it'd be cold. Everyone's in their coats for recess, and then you come inside, and it'd be like one thirty two o'clock right before school is about to end. And um, I don't know if your school had them, but my, my elementary school had these, every room had this indention, the wall, the wall came in and then there was a window. So you could look out your window and you'd see into the classroom that was on the other side of the wall from yours, but it didn't really look out anywhere, but you'd be able to kind of see out and you'd see snow starting to Come in and no, fill up that, that re- little alcove. That yeah, it was it was a weird, it was a weird school that was built in like the late nineties. So it was all just it was <laughs> ugly cinder yeah. block and very few windows. I think it was designed that way to be like stormproof. Uh-huh. And then in the middle, right in the middle of the the building, we had the library, and across the hall from the library was this courtyard, and there was a single tree in the middle of it, and there was like stones and sticks and leaves and shit. And it was almost like, oh, you could have an outdoors, but inside, except that I don't think I ever went out there or saw anyone out in that corner yeah, the I, entirety I know which, of I know my entire mean. life, yeah. my my years at that school. So I don't know what the deal was with that little area. Yeah. In any case, um, yeah, you'd start to see that snow coming in and you'd be like, oh, it's starting to snow. You know, they never. I never remember them canceling school early.
2: No, no, never never early. Not even like I mean, the only way I could th- I could imagine us getting out of school early like that yeah. is if the power failed. Didn't I you mean, get sent
0: home from high school one time because the power went out? Maybe. I th- I want to say that was like sophomore or junior year. That was weird. I want to say it was sophomore or junior year. That uh, the buildings, all the buildings power failed and they sent us home and it was like in like fifth or sixth hour. Huh. Any case.
2: Uh, I was a, beyond like a school shooting or some sort of national tragedy. I can't. You know. see, they see those. See the letting us out of school early. But you'd be walking to the bus, and
0: you know, people would be like picking up snow and throwing at yeah, one another, and then the teachers would be like,
2: "Can't you fucking do that?" And they'd uh-huh. Be like,
0: A "Fucking bus stop! I'm, I'm gonna nail you! I'm gonna nail your ass, buddy! I'm gonna nail it right in the <laughs> right in the back of your fucking head!" And just when you turn to leave to walk back to your house, I'm gonna fucking nail you right From- in the fuck back of that. Um, and then, you know, you'd maybe maybe get together, okay, well like we're all gonna go home. we're gonna put on our snow clothes and we' play outside this evening. And you're like, and we just know school's getting canceled tomorrow. Uh-huh. Like now it's like it may snow sometime on Wednesday. Uh, it's all virtual learning this week. Like, ah, get fucked. You take away snow days from kids, you miserable fucks. So schools get canceled, places are closed. The roads can't be good. And the crazy thing to me, driving around today, so broken arrow, they they have their roads are
2: 100% clear. Pristine. Pristine. It looks like it snowed three days ago. Yeah.
0: Five five lanes wide, you know, two in each direction, and then a center turn lane, completely cleared. Of course, there's like a, a little hump of snow into the parking lot of yeah. anywhere you're going or into the neighborhoods. But once you get out of your neighborhood, how many blocks do you really have to go in your neighborhood to get out, D- depending on where you live? Maybe six if you're yeah. like deep in the center of your neighborhood. Once you get out on that main street, you're golden, but then you get into Tulsa and they've, they've like scooped a lane, but most of what the clearness is, is where the tires have been driving all day. And it's just like fucking figure. What is broken arrow doing that Tulsa can't do? What, why can't Bixby fucking do this? Why can't you guys just pull into one fund and make all these streets be this nice and clear? Um, It's very frustrating, like the lack of planning. They'll be driving through downtown laying down sand. It's like, why are you laying down sand in downtown? As soon as it snows, all this shit downtown is shutting down. Uh, It just makes me want to scream. Yeah, like, they, they can't even get the main the main streets. Can't get the main streets done. So, of course, that means everything has to stay closed like until they think that those main streets are good enough. Yeah. And, and they always make the, oh, well, yeah, kids, it's too cold for kids to be waiting for buses and stuff. Like, Tospo School doesn't even run buses for kids
2: anymore. The bu- except, yeah, except on a day where it's even colder than that but not snowing. It's totally fine, fine. yeah. totally, totally fine. fine to lock the kids
0: out of school and search them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the, when it's in the forties, but we can't have kids, you know, being, when it's snowing. Yeah. I, I just, at a certain point, how do you not, I people just don't learn. We don't absolutely don't remember last year when this happened. We yeah. don't remember two weeks ago when this happened. I mean, yeah. You know, remember when it snowed two weeks ago and it, you know, snowed Snow day one, there was snow on the ground day two, and then day three was all melted and everything was back to normal. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you not have three days worth of sandwiches in your house currently? Like, you need to go get milk for... stock up for the apocalypse? And this happens you know, three, four times a year that we have the snow like this and every fucking time. And in the time that I've lived in Tulsa, 20 plus years, I've seen the same pattern. Very, very rarely. Like... I'd say once every four years, we will have an ice storm or a a decent amount of snow or a blizzard where it snows and the snow will stay on the ground Mm -hmm. for more than five or six days. Yeah.
2: For a week and a half, two. Yeah. Because it stays cold. Because it stays cold. But nine times out of ten,
0: when it snows in Oklahoma, and specifically in Tulsa, it snows, the snow's on the ground... Day three, the roads are clear, and maybe you still have snow in your yard. Mm-hmm. Day four and five, snow's all gone, except maybe maybe you built a snowman, and that's nice and hard packed, and it, or like, some
2: shady area that doesn't doesn't get any light doesn't up. get
0: any light, or in the Walmart parking lot where they've piled all the snow up with, that they cleared out into this big that big hump, that fucking dirty hump of snow it's is, is going to be there for there a while. For a while. Yeah. But that's because it's nice and insulated and, yeah. and thick, and we just nope, end of the fucking world got to get home. Oh, yeah, we got to cancel. So we got to get home because I I'm standing there, you know, thinking to myself, if it were me, I would just have this class anyway because I am not afraid to drive in snow or ice or sleet or yeah. rain. I'm no matter what I'm driving. The only vehicle I could possibly I possibly have second thoughts on is the motorcycle. Bike. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a very specific reason for that because it only has two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you had a trike, if I had a trike, yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah, fuck it, let's let's wait, ride wait, this if you now. Had a five-wheeler. A five Yeah, I'd fucking drive them five wheels. I don't know where you'd put that fifth wheel, but
2: Oh, four wheels in the back one in the front. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, I'd drive that. No yeah, problem. Like a giant uh, old school bicycle. Like a it's a, it sounds like a Mad Max vehicle. Yeah, to be with you. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I've seen. Have you seen those? Uh, it'll be like a hot rod car on the back, but then the front will be a motorcycle and be controlled with motorcycle controls. And they're they yeah. Longer. We saw
2: we saw one of those weird trikes uh, the oh, other day
0: downtown. You mean the three wheeler with the two in the front and the one in the back cru- cruising yes. around? Yeah, that thing was weird.
2: I saw a video of one of those. The little orange one. <sighs> no, I saw a video of one of those online, trying to, uh, trying to drive around in a skate park. Like in the the bowl, bowl? and he gets launched off of the bowl way higher than he (laughs) thinks he's gonna go, (laughs) and just fucking crashes that thing. It's great.
0: That is good. Yeah, I. It'll never and and at this point, like I have no hope that anyone is ever going to learn their lesson from any of these goldfish brain. It's going to and it's goldfish brain with everything. It's we. We have about, I think, two weeks of attention. And after that, it's just gone. That's why people don't remember that it was two weeks of flatten the curve or and all the different way steps that we've gone through to now Canada rounding up its citizens for protesting. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you do you remember when the vaccine was supposed to like end end the virus? do you, you remember that right? We were gonna, yeah. we were going to eradicate it like polio by hitting herd immunity through vaccination. You're, do you remember those claims? Mm-hmm. And now they're telling you that you can still get it and still transmit it and you can still get sick? Like <laughs> How, How's that going to eradicate this? Well, that's all the uh, people who didn't get the vaccine's fault. Like I, It's not the people who didn't get the vaccine's fault that your vaccine doesn't work. So we'll keep having it. We'll keep having snow apocalypses. We'll keep having uh, thunderstorm, flood apocalypses. Uh-huh. It will never end. And we just have to be uh, okay with the fact that we are trapped in the land of the oppressively stupid (laughs) because the, the society, society was supposed to have this trade-off where like we were supposed to strive to be like 10% greater than the average. Yeah. And so we would kind of coddle the stupid and we'd have to kind of hobble the exceptional but the idea was to move forward, uh-huh. but now we've decided that no, it's better for equality uh, equity that we c- pander to the lowest common denominator, mm. which is the like forty five percent below average. So that's what society is for now is to lift up anybody who's anybody who's average is now like, you're great. Anybody who's above that is a monster. And they have to be stopped because they want to live, like, live free or die. So it's a society for the 45% stupider than average and the average to not thrive, but just continue to shuffle along in mediocrity. Yeah. While those of us that want to live, like, on our own terms are demonized and punished and... Like, oh, uh, yeah, you want to go buy a gift for your sister for her birthday? Too bad all the fucking stores are closed for no reason other than we just didn't feel like fucking coming in because it's snowy.
2: It's an inch of snow on the ground. It's, yeah.
0: inch And is it slick? Sure. I've slid twice today. I slid once going from completely clean, clear, nicely treated, broken arrow roads to suddenly entering in Bixby territory where they did fuck all to treat the roads. So I was going the speed limit, and then I hit this patch of snow coming into an intersection, a light turned suddenly red, and I hit the brakes, and the analog brakes went off, and I slid, and I slid to a stop, and then I slid in a parking lot. But they did nothing to clear, and they did nothing to treat that parking lot at all, which is... Also infuriating because the company in charge of it is Walmart. Like I was I was going around to Walmarts <laughs> yesterday trying to um, you know, my sister's birthday is this weekend, trying to find something for her. Like and she's hard to shop for because she has these interests and she has things she's interested in, but a lot of times they're not like the current poppy thing. Yeah. And so I the way that I shop for her is to basically just it, And I don't, whenever I'll be out somewhere and I'll see something, I'll go, that's something my sister would love. And I'll just buy it. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what the occasion is. And then the next time I see her, I'm like, hey, I got this cool thing and and she'll, if it's the right thing, she'll be excited and really like, like the last thing was I was at, um. Uh, big Lots and they had these Hot Wheels that were all th- like all the cars were Minions. They were themed after Minions oh, yeah, for the new yeah. Minions movie and then there was a car that was uh, Gru mm-hmm. and so like this one's a Volkswagen camper bus but it's got like a Minion eye on it and this one's like a little Roadster but the headlights are Minion eyes and I was like she likes Hot Wheels and she likes Minions so, and they're dollar a piece yep. and I can get the full like set of five or six or eight or whatever they were. So I grabbed them and scooped them and then the next time I, I was, they were in town, I was like hey, check this out. Here's this bag of hot wheels. She was like, oh, this is, how cool. Played with them and I'm sure they've disappeared into a toy box now, but so I wanted to find something that I think she'd be interested in. And I'm walking into these Walmarts and some of them, they have like uh, the crew out there and the Bobcat shoveling out yeah. spaces and clearing out specifically the area right there in front of the store. And some of these fucking Walmarts have have two inches of snow built up in front of the front doors. Like, you, the snow ends at the sliding door. Like, you guys don't have someone with a sh- uh, shovel back there that could just push this off to the side so that the last three feet is not a trip and fall hazard? I mean,
2: the doors take up how much of the front of a Walmart? Uh, 20 feet. Yeah, uh,
0: out that, of out of out of 150 200 yeah. feet. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh anyway. Well, you know, we, we don't do that. We have a we have a contractor that comes and does that. Like, yeah, well, that contractor is doing the Walmart two miles from here. So maybe you could get someone with a shovel to clear this fucking area right now for the moment. Yeah. Just give them an extra long lunch break. Clock them out. You know, have, tell them to go home early, and then clock them out when their call, call time is. Give them
2: an hour in overtime. Yeah, whatever.
0: Fucking. Not, but when some some because preg- there was a pregnant woman walking in when I was walking out and that almost ate shit and I was Ooh. like, well, could have been a lawsuit. There's a there. nice lawsuit for Walmart. Kid gets a college savings fund early. Well, that's my right. issue. The snow. You, you would hope
2: the kid would get a college savings fund early.
0: Well, based on you know the lady's shopping at Walmart, so the kid's probably not going to college.
2: I was I was implicating that the kid would survive at all.
0: Oh yeah. Well. uh... That's my issue. And that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for
3: this episode is brought to you in part
0: by the Rekita News Network. Definitely not fake news.
2: Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, Our first news story comes to us from the land of freedom. Canada? France. Oh, Oh, by the way, uh, you got, speaking of France, you just acquired some new uh, French whiskey. French whiskey. You want to try it? How is it? how is it? It's fucking great. Really? Yeah. You want to try it? Maybe after the show.
0: Yeah. You want to do a here's what I don't drink segment? Yeah. Uh
2: well, here in there in France, uh a French father is facing jail time and a hefty fine after he tried to prevent his kids from going online. Uh Apparently, uh the French town of Messange yeah found out that their cellular and internet service weren't working between midnight and three a m every day of the week uh the then one of the mobile carriers reported the issue to their agency responsible for managing all this stuff and they determined that a signal jammer was being used to block radio frequencies in the town uh and they found. Of course, they found out where it was, and it yeah. was it was uh, it was just this guy, um, that was using it to keep his teenage kids offline. What? Do you, who? Who needs the internet
0: between mid, three and five a.m. or whatever. What was it? Midnight and three. Midnight and three. That's a really weird window. He's got teenagers. Yeah,
2: teenagers.
0: So he doesn't want to jerk off. Yeah, yeah. But to me, I I would set it up to be like. 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. You know, while, so, while they're supposed to be asleep.
2: Yeah. The the dad says he, had, he installed the jammer to prevent his teenagers from accessing the internet with their smartphone instead of going to sleep. Yeah. He says his children had become addicted to social networks and other applications, in particular since the confinement imposed due to the epidemic of COVID-19. China virus. Please. Yeah. Use and after consulting forums on the internet he decided that a jammer was the best solution uh but it it ended up <laughs> taking out the entire town's internet instead of just his house i he, i think he was doing that town a favor i think so too
0: yeah and he was doing you know doing trying to do the right thing by his kids by yep. keeping them off the damn internet
2: yeah apparently the penalty is up to 6 months in jail and a 30,000 euro fine yeah apparently those those kind of jammers are illegal here in the u.s
0: they are because i've looked into them oh have you yeah yeah i just just to annoy people around me yeah uh what's our next news story
2: well uh our next news story uh i pulled this one up because it it uh it spoke to me specifically well i thought it did and then uh i think i've talked about this on a uh an episode of uh here's what i do get um British panel shows something we don't really necessarily have here in America uh, though Though they have we yeah, have
0: no because we would have an American panel show
2: <laughs> we have sort of adjusted other shows to kind of fit the style like the current um, the current version of To Tell a Lie um, hosted by Anthony Anderson is basically a panel show at this point where they get um where they get minor celebrities and comedians uh, to be the panel of the show instead of normal people, trying to win money. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this is about uh one of my favorites. Countdown. Countdown is. Uh, is that the one where you have to find words? Yes, that you you get nine letters, yeah. you, your choice of vowels and consonants, and it's all jumbled, and you have to uh, make the biggest word you can. Well, um, a former winner of Countdown. Craig Chittenden, um, he won, uh, in his episode, one of his winning, so he had the letters N-S-P-E-O-A-O-D-L, and uh, his winning word was a five-letter word, pedo, the British (laughs) spelling, P-A-E-D-O. Yeah, um, file. No, it, it was just oh, just paid out. Just paid out. Yeah. Um, well, uh, he has been jailed after discussing the rape and murder of a young child. Oh, uh, apparently he was a he is a vile pervert. What is this? The creep off now, Tim? Yes, yeah, definitely creep off. Um, he was caught after he arranged a visit to the south of England to sexually abuse a ten-year-old girl, having planned the trip with the man that he believed was her father. Uh but he was in fact an undercover police officer. So he got caught in a uh in a uh kitty porn sting. I guess this is more than kitty porn. He was uh yeah. trafficking. Trafficking, yeah. He so he says he discussed the kidnapping and murder of her. Uh writing, If I kidnap, we can't risk DNA or talking and killing will have to be done. He further stated that he would like the child to be three or four years old.
1: Ugh.
0: Ugh! they fucking shit fucking and then just and then
2: discussed how to get rid of the body in graphic detail uh Why? Been, when they what visited his home, these people they found almost one thousand indecent images and in over four hours of uh uh child pornography as well as extreme animal pornography
0: so i' have they talk about that on the, the Creep Off a lot, about the like, number of indecent images in the thousands. Yeah. It's, they're always in the thousands. It's always in the thousands, have. yeah. And uh, part of me wonders, uh, you you said that there are hours of video, but sometimes I wonder if... Over four hours, yeah. If when, you know, so a film takes 24 frames a second. Yeah. And if you had, a, do they count those films as hours of film? Absolutely not. Or those like twenty four images per second and it's a sixty second yeah. video these people are these people just have that much still image porn saved on their computers yeah it's fucking sick
2: uh well for for something a little lighter um we go to atlanta hotlanta hotlanta Atlanta known for their strip clubs and hot wings. Yeah. A woman in Atlanta says she has quit her job in order to pump enough breast milk to feed her boyfriend. Wow. Every two hours. Uh, She left her job as a bartender so she could produce enough uh, milk for her boyfriend full time. Uh, She was single when she found a website about ABR, which stands for Adult Breastfeeding Relationships. Didn't um,
0: Anthony Mackie do this in... Um, that Pain movie we game. watched Pain and Gain,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, she said, I used dating sites and put messages on the ABR forums and even put an advert on Craigslist, but I was drawing a blank. I didn't think I'd ever get to try adult breastfeeding, but eventually she started talking with a former school boyfriend and she thought it was the perfect time to bring the, bring it the subject up and see if he was interested. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's, so she's, she's now quit her job. She believes that adult breastfeeding will create a magical bond between them. And the boyfriend, meanwhile, hopes that nursing will give his body health benefits. Apparently he is a, um, bodybuilder and thinks that, uh, adult breastfeeding will increase his gains. Uh, unfortunately there are no medical benefits for adults to consume breast milk. Breast milk is for babies said, uh, wow. It's kind of, uh, what, uh, ageist, ageist. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this reminds me of, that kind of reminds me of, um, the people that are vehemently against, uh, public breastfeeding. Yes. But the way they always say it is like, oh, that's disgusting. Well, there's that, right? But then there's always, like, the men that are against it. Yeah. And they're always like, this should not be allowed in public. I cannot be out in public with a heart on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood that. Yeah. Like, there's nothing uh, sexual about sexual
0: it. About it. It's,
2: in fact, it's almost off-putting. There's a, there's a, oh, there's a, in fact, there's a um, there's a scene in it from The Office oh. where, where Jan is, best, is breastfeeding her baby in the office. Uh-huh. And Kevin is just kind of standing there watching her. She's like, I don't mind if you watch. It's perfectly natural. There's nothing sexual about it. And he's just sitting there staring at her. And then Creed walks over and she's like, you can stare all you want, Kevin. And then Creed walks over and he's like staring at her creepily. She goes, okay, this is enough. covers up. Uh, well, we've got one last news story. Uh, and then Jim made a face at the camera? Yes. Wow. Uh, this is about a strange case of a New England college student who had both his legs amputated after eating leftovers. Uh, okay. <laughs> he was 19. He was admitted to the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit of Massachusetts General Hospital as a result of shock, multiple organ failure, and rash, according to the New England, New England Journal of Medicine. Um, the craziest thing is that... Uh, well, maybe not craziest, but one of the craziest things is that people found out he has... Um, It was... Let's see. He was starting to feel abdominal pain and nausea after eating rice, chicken, and lo mein leftovers from a restaurant meal, which I assume had to have been, you know, like Panda Express. Yeah. Fast um, food
0: restaurant meal? Is that what... what it that just said? says restaurant meal. Just restaurant. Uh, so it might just be like a, you know... It could be any Chinese place, really. Yeah, egg roll express or... Yeah, whatever.
2: Yeah. He began vomiting and experienced chills, generalized weakness, chest pain... Shortness of breath, neck stiffness, and blurry vision. A few hours before his admission, his skin then developed a purple discoloration. The friend who he was staying with took him to the emergency room where he was flown to uh, a proper hospital by helicopter. The friend had eaten the same meal and had vomited but did not become as progressively ill as as this guy. His temperature peaked at 105 and his heart rate was 166 beats per minute. Um... They, they did a test on him and uh eventually had to amputate both of his uh legs. Legs and parts of all 10 fingers.
0: Oh my god. Due
2: to uh necrosis and gangrene. Wow. You know, the worst part, maybe what? the most damning part is what else was they what else they found in his blood? The trinavirus vaccine. Uh-huh yeah so
0: so he had a terrible reaction to that, and they're blaming it on fast food like he had he coincidentally he also had bad fast food
2: no uh no it was uh what he didn't have in his vaccine apparently the uh he did not have a booster shot of the meningococcal conjugate vaccine mm but the other friend did yeah of, of the
0: of the meningitis vaccine
2: meningococcal conjugate vaccine
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah,
2: he was supposed to have gotten it while he was when he was 16
0: yeah everybody's supposed to get it when they go to college do you know yeah no did, I did remember, you uh,
2: I must have had it because I remember turning in my um, yeah. forms with all that stuff on it I yeah. never got it no yeah. I remember well, I just remember first semester getting a letter or something that said hey you need to
0: yeah I remember getting that letter too yeah. I just ignored it because uh, I remember watching on 2020. This was like when I was in middle school or high yeah. school, this whole thing about meningitis and how like all these horror stories of yeah. people's flesh all the, off and, all stuff. The news has, and yeah. they show the videos, the pictures. And I'm like, wow, that's terrible. But, yeah. uh, they're really ramping this up. Like it's normal. And then you look at the numbers and it's, 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 oh, very, it's very, very exceptionally rare. Yes. It's usually people who have like other underlying medical conditions that they may yeah. or may not even know that they have. And also, typically breeds in like f- filth and squalor, which is <laughs> why it hits college students. Yeah, and why it's damning because college students can't clean their fucking rooms. Yeah, ah, that's a poor guy. Well, this has been. Ruketa News Network is definitely not fake news. It's pretty well themed for t- today. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, th- that takes care of our le- legal obligations this week, Tim. But you know, what it doesn't take care of sanctioning me. Sanctioning. We got to sanction, Tim, with our army. <laughs> and if you want to help us do that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature in the commentary. I know we're way behind on those, but uh, hoping to get back on track uh, next month. And then finally, we have our $50 spike producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a special guest, a special episode, video content, bonus content, Format changes, um, and ban a voicemailer, promote a voicemailer. Anything you want, we will strive to uh, do our best to fulfill. So we thank all of our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show. And we hope they continue to do so, because without you, we wouldn't be able to do this. So let's get back into some issues, Tim. What is your
2: second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. It's a new term I'm coining. I'm sure someone's used it before. Uh, Generabad. Darmok Engineer bad. Darmok and bad. That's Naga. Uh, this is a coin describing something that is not just generic and bad, but bad because it is generic. Uh, this is how I I would describe the band sheer mag that opened for code and camera earlier this week. Uh, are sort of a late seventies, early eighties, hard rock throwback band. Uh, and uh it was completely unmemorable just the most i
0: mean i got i got a, a new version i got a i'm going to take your i'm going to pimp your word Tim. okay cuz i was going to pimp my I word i googled here. it i couldn't find bad. so you are coining this okay but i got a better version for you sure generiocracy
2: gen uh,
0: yeah
2: the thi- the here's the thing though mm mm-hmm. mhm that, I don't know that generiocrity, that's just like the most generic, mediocre you can get. Yeah. I don't know that- that, that Excessively bland. Excessively <laughs> bland. But the thing to me is, right, like if we're talking about movies, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a lot more fun making fun of and watching a one to three score out of 10 mm-hmm. score movie or have having actual- Enjoyment of a seven to, to 10 of a seven yeah. to 10 movie than watching a five. Yes, I will watch a five. I've I've I have gone to the theaters, watched a five movie, a 5.0 out of 10 mm-hmm. gotten out and being like, that was awful. Yeah, that so, was so generically bad. The to me, the star rating
0: system is uh should be it's five stars. I don't like the 10-point system. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But, I, but I agree. But
2: yeah. I'd rather see a one or a five-star than a two-and-a-half-star. Yeah. Because a two-and-a-half-star is not, like, has nothing going for it, usually. Because I think it, I think a two-and-a-half, to me at least, a two-and-a-half-star is, is either pure generic mediocrity or is a one-star or one-and-a-half-star. That is boosted by like a single good element. Yeah, and I'd rather imagine, much rather watch that than the two and a half star blandness all the way through.
0: See, to me, a bad movie that you like is is a three or a four star. Yes, versus a bland movie that is a a one or a two because it, yeah. it, sucks, because, because yeah. it sucks because it's generically bad. It sucks because it's generically bad.
2: Anyway, this opener was a generic bad movie. Yeah, like you, I couldn't tell their I couldn't pick their songs apart. They were all sort of mid tempo hard rock. Songs. The singer had a set of pipes on her, but it was in her pants. Yes. (laughs) No, uh, she didn't have any range. Yeah. So she's like, she like, she She could be loud. Yeah. She, she figured out that, like that loud section of where she can sing. Well, those couple of notes, you know, that half an octave Mm -hmm. and all the songs are in there. Um, Luckily, they only played for 30 minutes. Yeah. Because I remember at a point, they were like, all right, we got we're gonna, we got three more songs left. Thank you, guys. You guys have been great. And I turned over to Chuck and I was like, yeah, I bet they're all going to sound like the <laughs> other ones before them. <laughs> they will also sound like the other ones before them.
0: Yeah, I remember when you guys were talking about going to the show last weekend, and uh, you know, you were like, uh, he was asking, do you know who the opener is? And you said, never heard of him. Yeah. And, and they, so do, you know, the question being, do you want to see him? Or can we get there oh, late? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, are they assigned seats or GA and you both uh, they're G. GA I'm like uh you you have to go to the opener yeah like in order to get a good spot for the show a you actually want to yeah, see we,
2: we got there doors open at seven we got there at 7 30 <sighs> yeah we had decent we had a decent spot um we had know, to sit through and no one and and We did not get better seats after the opener. I'll put it that way. Yes. There was nobody there. There was no one there that was just for the opener. Not a
0: single soul. The first time we saw a cake was at D-Fest, and performing before them was Blue October. Oh, huh. Who I had never heard of, and I've never heard. You
2: know the one song.
0: I'm sure I heard they played it at D-Fest, but I couldn't tell you what it was. But yeah, we spent the entire-
2: that's what it was
0: Monday. We spent the entire blue October set just like working our way closer and closer How to the stage.
2: Does it feel
0: Tim? This was like 10 years, yeah. 10 plus years ago. And then blue October finished. And we were still like 12 feet from the barricade. Yeah. Yeah. Blue October finish. And all those people like just turned and fled. And we it ended was, up like almost yeah. dead on center right at the barricade. I love when that happens. And, and so we like suffered through that opener to get a good spot. Um, Versus like Weird Al, we have eighth row tickets. Yeah, and we I don't well he's he has Emo Phillips opening for him, so oh that's I I I forgot
2: we even I forgot he even had an opener and that it was Emo Phillips. So, like yeah, we'll get there on time. Call me Mister Butterfingers.
0: (laughs) I would love that. Needs to be like a screening of UHF and then Emo Phillips and then the fucking Weird Al show. Amazing, it would be amazing. Just do a screening of UHF the night before or something. Yeah. I don't know. You got to do it. You're you in got, Tulsa. You, You're in the home of UHF, man. Uh, there's fences around Channel 8 right now. I think they might be tearing it down. <laughs>
2: there's, there's no way he doesn't do it, right? UHF, the song? Yeah. He's got to do it. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got to do gotta it. He's got to do it. There's no way That's he doesn't That's our won't. song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this opener was generic, which uh, I was talking to you a little bit about it. Like, It's it's not so much that they were like copy paste 70s 80s hard rock because you can you you can do like there are throwback bands currently now yeah what's the one that had all that controversy a few years ago Steel Panther I love Steel Panther all they are is 80s hair Hair metal cheese yeah and that I mean they're not great anymore but that first album is a fucking classic it's fun it's great like they put and they put they put their spin on it where like they have well, they all have fake names. Mm-hmm. Like, their drummer, his name is Stix, mm-hmm. right? Right? S-C-I-X. And his last name is Zedinia. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is... Sticks Zedinia. Stix Zedinia. Yeah. Um, they all have fake names, but, like, the drummer is great. The bass player is great. The lead singer can fucking sing his, sing his ass off, and the guitar player used to teach at Berkeley.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so... And they do the and they do eighties cheese, at, but they throw comedy in there. You know they have songs a song called Fat Girl, they got songs of Asian Hooker right. They do eighties hair metal comedy, but it's not like their music isn't groundbreaking. Especially that first album, that first album, you're like, oh, this is the song where they're almost parodying Living on a Prayer. Yeah, this is the song where they're almost parodying Play with Me you know you can tell like they're like let's do the bon jo- let's do a bon jovi song yeah but not they're doing style parodies <laughs> almost yeah. yeah 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 um or like greta van fleet super is super popular in the rock scene and you know a lot of people say that they are just like a led zeppelin rip off. Yeah. um
0: it would not surprise me to find out that they like started as led zeppelin tribute band they they, 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 they always say that
2: they didn't even listen to much Led Zeppelin. They they more liked um Heart was their was their big um band. didn't listen to Led like, Zeppelin. Like,
0: like so like everybody like, listens to Led Zeppelin. Yeah.
2: Like I've heard Greta Van Fleet. They're not anywhere like musically as talented as the guys in Led Zeppelin were. Yeah. But they've got some some nice songs. Or like um I saw a couple couple years ago when I saw Clutch, this band opened for him called Tyler Bryant in the Shakedown and they were young dudes um super young and i think they might be from here no i think they're from like um nashville okay um and they put on a hell of a show like i had never heard of them and they were playing fairly generic uh bluesy rock and roll and they did some like covers um but like their their sheer energy, and some pretty decent music um, musicianship, made me really enjoy them as a, as an opener that I did not care about beforehand. Yeah. Uh, but you can apply Bad to anything, yeah. movies, like I don't know how like many, all that
0: Bruce Willis stuff that he's doing
2: now. Yes, that's if that's, that's all a perfect generibad. example. The Bruce Willis stuff. Uh, who else does? I mean, like any like modern. Liam
0: Neeson. Uh, the. Uh, he, no, his, like,
2: he keeps just
0: he churning keeps, out these, like, revenge yeah. taken, and they are all He's done dog a,
2: shit. Yeah, so he has done a couple of those that are, I think, above that. Like what? A Walk in the Tombstones. Never heard of it. Um, I've heard a good thing about his his most news with, with the Sharpshooter. One of them is, like, kind of a black comedy in mm. that vein. Uh, One of the newer ones. But yeah, the, the Commuter and... The one on that's on a plane, Isn't unknown. The, the
0: one unknown was unknown was right after Taken and it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
2: But they're all kind of in that. they're all they're all yes. old man wants his family back.
0: Yeah, the gray was kind of like that except instead of fighting the, men he, he fought, fought wolves. wolves. Yeah. yeah, um, that ice road one he did. They're just yeah. they're they're at a point where you don't know what they're about. Yeah, all and Neeson's new movies genera bad for the most part
2: yeah the bruce the bruce willis stuff um who else does steven seagal yeah any modern steven seagal movie even the old ones sure he's just churning them out i bought yeah. that dvd
0: i sent yeah. you by the way yeah five course? steven seagal movies for five great. four dollars great yeah
2: um yeah like there were yeah the retired action guys do all these half cameos i'll show up and say a line
0: yeah, you get me for a day of shooting, uh-huh. and then you need to get a, a double, and I'll like, and I'll you can call me on the phone, and we'll do ADR. <laughs> I, it's it's worse than it's worse than bad. It's worse than bad because a bad movie that's done due to incompetence or bad budget or mm-hmm. whatever, like Patrick Michael's Smule account, right? Yeah. Listening to him do, I believe I can fly. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but would you rather? Would you rather have seen Patrick Michael performing karaoke live on stage, or that opener that you saw last night?
2: Uh, the opener. <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> uh, I
2: don't know. Can you imagine a crowd full
0: of people while he plays simultaneously off key, off beat, and
2: out of just out of tune? The thing with the Patrick Michael though is the Patrick Michael karaoke. It was like a whole. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. I don't, not a tale. It's a. um It's a journey. It is a journey. It's a journey. You go from what is happening. What is happening to? Surely this is on purpose. To no. No, it's not. But it. But how is he doing it so bad that it seems like it's on purposely? But it's purposely bad is he that bad but then like sometimes he's not that bad which that's, makes the other bad parts that's bad <laughs>
0: That's the shocking thing about his Smule stuff is that like there are lots of people who maybe can't sing in on key Yeah and and they're just all over the place and you're like I'm, I'm, a great, yeah. I'm not a good singer. But they but they hit the they know the beats yeah. boom 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 Then you have people that are that can't you know they're clapping on the
2: ones and the fours and you're like uh, like what are, what are I, you doing yeah. what is what is the matter in your head? How It's the it's the way it's it's the reason that uh when you hear like some huge like you know live aid concert or whatever you hear the claps you get that like shh like, yeah like a claps like the giant claps from a crowd don't just sound like a giant clap it's like a cuz they're, they're a third of the
0: crowd is going early and early, a third and of the, the third crowd, crowd is going, going late,
2: late. And so it's the shh
0: and yeah. uh but then you also have the dynamics, right? Where you know there are some people who can't sing. They know their they know their range, like your singer at your genera Bed. Yeah, they knew that she knew her range, so that's where she stayed. Yeah, Patrick Michael has is able to get all of those wrong, but not all of them consistently. Like he'll do a yeah, song where yeah. he's he's going way too fast for the song and off key, and uh-huh. then he'll do one where he's going way too slow for the key for the song, and he's off beat. But, but on, he's on key, key somehow, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "What the hell?" You couldn't pretend. The only way I can imagine making something that bad is if you recorded it all right, and then you went in and pitch shifted it the wrong way, yeah. and time shifted it so that it was all out of yeah, sync.
2: Like, like you hit the jumble button. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, but it's it's entertaining. Uh, yeah, you probably yeah. rather listen to the generic bad, but it's more. It was more entertaining to listen sure, to Patrick sure. Michael. Yeah it's it's like the cover bands that go out there and they just kind of play the songs exactly yeah. as they're written mm-hmm. and they just get up and they just play and then they sit down and they don't yeah. they don't have any like banter and they don't have any there's no charisma no no yeah they're not like doing anything interesting with the songs by like m- mixing. mixing them together or yeah. playing stuff with different instruments or you know fiddling that's the words of the, around that's like
2: that's the best stuff you can do that's the, that's the stuff that like when it happens live, it's awesome. Like, like as soon as Kogi came on, one, their sound mix was a lot better. Uh, but two, like they were just playing their first song and just in their first song, you can like, there's dynamics and, you know, um, I mean, it was, it was the, the, the difference in musicianship was just so vast. I see. I think that's, and it's not, like I said, and it's not because they're they're you know, the other band were younger people. Um, because the other band, Tyler Brown and Shakedown, they put on a fucking crazy show. Well, that's the thing
0: about bands. Like when you listen to an album, the stuff you listen to on the radio is all, it's got to be the three it's minutes. Gotta it's got to be like minutes. something yeah. that you can clap Mid-tempo, to. And, yeah. You know, 120 beats per, per minute yeah. and all that stuff. And so all the stuff on the radio has kind of this sameness, but they don't put two songs back to back. that are like in the same key yeah. or in, yeah. you know, have the same type of instrumentation. So, but when you're a band doing an album, you have to do all that in your inside your album. You have yes. to kind of change up. All right, this one's in. We're going to change the style, or we're going to do this song that's in like three four time, or this one that's in seven eight time, yeah. or whatever, and kind of bounce them around so that when you're listening to, if you just put the CD in and you hit play, like. You can tell, uh, here's the next song, here's the next song, here's the next song. We're going to add, a, like, a little and bit that's, of And
2: that's an art to it in itself is uh, s- s- uh, album arrangement. Uh, album arrangement inside of
0: whatever your song arrangement is. Yeah. So I just, you know, you listen to a 30-minute set of this band, and if you were to record that, right, and just cut off the end of each song and the beginning of the next where yep. they're like, oh, thank you, we are mm-hmm. b- m- whatever, you know. Yeah. Fat feminist and the cucks, <laughs> and uh we're thank you know thanks for wanting to say you cut all that out and you just crossfaded every song. Would you even be able to tell that a new song was going no. on?
2: And uh, other than like you know maybe like oh this is this beat is a different kind of beat. He's playing on the toms now, not the not the hi hat
0: hi hat yeah. But that could all equally be like oh this is a different section of yeah, the song right? You know the the old John Mulaney joke about the best lunch I ever had. You can't really tell that What's new pussycat has <laughs> has finished, it just feels yeah. like it has a dip in the middle. It's I like that's what arranging a set too. When you're yeah. when you're a band and you play a set, you yeah. have to arrange like, okay, we know, you know, we're gonna go see Rush. We know that they want, you know, Tom Sawyer and we know they wanted, you know, we'll do party One, 2112 And we know that we have to do Working Man. Yeah. And we know we have to do Fly by Night and Xanadu and all this stuff. But like we want to kind of sp- spread them out or do something. Like when we saw Rush, they worked, that the whole concept of that tour was a reverse retrospective. Yes. And that worked fucking phenomenally. Oh, yeah. Um, when they did single album tours, you know, they would play like two songs from the new album, yep. and then they'd play something that everybody knew, and then they play two songs from the new album, and they'd play something everybody knew, so that people weren't going like... I don't, I don't know any of these. I don't know any of these. Yeah,
2: exactly. Coheed has a new album coming out in May. They've got three singles out. Yeah. They played all three of them last night, but you know, one was fairly early on in the set, one was a little bit later, and one was one of the encore songs.
0: Yeah. And so you, you have to mix those up. And uh, that's, that's one thing I like watching cover bands, the ones that know how to build a good set list so that... You're not playing because you can just do like dance song, dance song, dance song, dance song. But eventually, your crowd gets fucking tired. Tired.
2: You gotta you gotta slow slow jam them. So
0: you do like a dance song. You do like two or three dance songs to really get them amped up, and then you do something that is you know maybe it's a slow dance song that will partially clear the floor. Maybe you just do something that's kind of a jam song that everyone can kind of listen yep. to and enjoy. But that gives your bartenders a minute to get out there and get any drinks so those people can hit the bar mm-hmm. or hit the and. And then, you know, they're, they're paced up and you launch into your next dance song and they're like, they're rev. The ladies get revved yep. up. They're ready to go again. And, uh, that's that generic bad, like a generic I, going and watching a generic bad band. They'll just like, or you have the bands that don't play anything. The audience wants like, they're just up there oh, playing yeah. the songs that they like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, these are all great. But like this, these save, that people, for, save
2: that for like, like, like weird Al, Right he doesn't... This is the. This is not for... He's continuing the first tour of him doing all originals. Yes. But he's, like, the name of the tour is the ill-advised vanity tour. Yes. Right? It's marketed as, like, this is for the fans. This is for the very, you know...
0: These are for Weird Al fans. These are for
2: the people that have, you know, listened Listen to, all, to all, all of the, the albums. albums.
0: They know all the words to all the... The ones that like, they like the parodies, but they also like the originals. Yes.
2: Um And, but like he's invite he's, that's the way this is being marketed. You know, I, I would go see a Coheed concert where it's like the openers are our side bands, our our side projects who are going to be the opener. Yeah, that'd be We're cool. We're going to do our side project songs and then play a bunch of shit. Like we've either, we've either, we've either never played live or only played live once or twice.
0: Yeah. It's like when a when a band puts out a B sides
2: or an acoustic album or something. Yeah.
0: yeah, Just like here's stuff that we've kind of filled with, you know. Check it out if you like yeah. it or not. And they're usually labeled as such: B sides and rarities. B sides and rarities. Yeah. yeah. Or Eric Clapton did that acoustic one of the '90s that was fucking incredible. Unplugged. Unplugged.
2: Yeah. yeah. The the, early, the yeah the '90s had a lot of unplugged yeah. albums. MTV had you know a whole
0: well. Uh, we used to, we used to have a radio station here in town, ninety four one, and they would do the acoustic storm from like eight mm. to nine, I think, on on weeknights, and yep. it was just it was all acoustics, and it was cool because you'd hear all these like alternate versions of songs yeah. you have, had always known. That's why I like jazz covers, yes, of popular songs, but only ones where they don't sing.
2: Yeah, where you have a, an instrument doing the melody.
0: Yes. Well, uh, that's a good issue, Tim, and here's my second issue, and final issue for this week. Here's what I'll get. Uh, this is the way it's always been done. Everybody loves telling me that. that. Well, we've always done it this way. Okay. I understand that we've always done it this way, but just because we've always done it this way doesn't mean we're doing it correctly. And it's fucking irritating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not... I'm not one of those one. I'm not the type of person that like I'm that had that I, I have problems with being
2: questioned. Yeah. by way or the highway.
0: Yeah. I'm very much like I'm open to negotiation. I'm open to other people's approaches to things. I'm not one to just like walk in day one and go like, we're doing things totally different now yeah. because I'm in charge. God damn it. Uh, but, and I'm happy to explain my decisions when, Oh, Hey, um, why did you do that, Do it this way? Why didn't you do it the way that I think you should do it? Yeah. Well, because uh, here's my reasoning. I'm happy to explain all that. What I don't like is after the fact being like, once I made my decision, we're not negotiating anymore. Yeah. That The negotiation phase was before I made the decision. Now the decision's been made, so you either need to like, m- make a note of it, and the next time you need a decision like this made, mm-hmm. offer your solution, or shut the fuck up.
2: Yeah, the only way it's 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 going back is if clearly there was something you overlooked and you were drastically wrong. Dura-
0: dr- dramatically wrong, yeah. yeah.
2: Which can sure. happen, yeah. yeah.
0: And if it's so bad that it needs to be fixed immediately and I need to go back up my decision, I'm happy to do that yep. as well. But if it's just you being annoyed because, well, we've always done this. Uh, we've always just, anytime anything started after midnight, we always just build it as an eight-hour minimum. I understand that that's the way you always did it, Mm-hmm. but uh that's not the way that anything that i read says and i'm pretty sure that if our the people hiring us found out that you know they're getting shafted uh-huh. on two two extra hours pay on things they would kind of go mm, why am i paying for this yeah that's not what the agreement is um people upset that the person they requested didn't get Called for a thing. It's like, yeah, well, there are three people ahead of him on the list. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like I'm calling them based on their list placement, not like what your feelings are right now. And then changing their story when they're pissed off to something else just for the sake of being pissed off. Like there's, I learned this in college at some point. I don't remember exactly when, but there's a de facto, which is the, you know, the way things are in life. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's de jure, which is the way things are in law and in in legality and in ruling. So the rule says, this is the way we do it. But in fact, you don't ever do it that way. You do it in your own way. It's like a de facto dictator versus a de jure dictator. Yes, Uh, Trudeau is a de facto dictator. Mm -hmm. He's not, yes, they're calling him prime minister or whatever, but he just got Congress to give him emergency power to round up political dissidents, send them to jail, send them to, to Re-education campaign. And, the and then take take their money, freeze their accounts. Yeah. And then as soon as that was all cleared up, he's like, Oh yeah, I gave it back. Let's yep. just kind of brush this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just brush this, pretend like it never. Oh, look at Ukraine. We're passing sanctions against Ukraine or Russia for what they're doing in Ukraine. That's bad over there. Uh-huh. It's like, motherfucker, you just rounded up your own citizens because they because they oppose your mandates. Like you are a fucking Dictator, you should be, your statues should be being toppled right now. You should be, half a Canada, candidate should come together and one half should grab his legs and one half should grab his arms and then they should walk in separate directions and then they should grab his wife and kids and do the exact same fucking thing. It, uh, So, yeah. it's He's called a prime minister. That's what it says on, on the little plaque there at yeah. the UN. That's not what he's doing anymore. It's not what any of these people are doing anymore. Um, Anthony Fauci's little thing says director of the NIH, but in his mind, he is the dictator of science <laughs> and gets gets unlimited rule over the his subjects, which is everybody living in the... Unfortunate enough to live in the United States under his authority, like... Just because this is the way it's always been doesn't mean it's been right. Oh, yeah, po- politics has always been filled with corruption and, like, backdoor deals. That's the way things get done. Why? 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 If that's the way it gets done, then put it in the Constitution. Don't fucking try and go around things and, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to go hold our hold ourselves to different standards. Like, no, I don't care that that's the way it's always been done. It's not right. You should be doing things correctly. Not the way it's oh yeah, well, we just all you yeah, know, that's the way we always did it. It just pisses me off because it's not even an argument. It's not even an argument for anything. It's just yeah. an argument ag- against change. Against change. Yeah. Yeah. You you're not you're not in favor of a better system. You're just in favor of not having not to do having anything to else. Yeah. Yeah, we've just always kind of like stolen money from, you know, the the offering plate at church to pay for gas on the way home. Like you you do realize that that's not good. Yeah, but that's just
2: Even way. if even if you know, it is a mega church and it's going to some guy that's going to spend it on a new private jet.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, back in the day we used to always charge these people at a higher rate because they were far away, and that kind of made up for not having travel time okay, um, what if I just charge them for travel time? Yeah. Like, what if we just have a a verbal agreement that they're paying travel time?
2: Oh, what was uh, it was a Reddit post I read that was like um, this guy in a company had a very special uh, working uh, like his team was very different than the rest of the team. I think he was like a he was some sort of engineer in a construction company, I think. Mm -hmm. And so like he would have, he would go on site and work on site. Uh, And so the company would, he was, you know, paid lower. He was paid a low salary, but, you know, given travel money and lodging money and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, And he wouldn't, was it, he wouldn't, his hours weren't overtime. He, he wasn't, he was billed regular and not overtime even if he was working over 40. over 40 and then like management changed and uh and they completely made him the same as everyone else and quickly found out why he uh he had a special deal because like i think the all the travel and lodging expenses for him and his team was well more than oh, overtime. oh yeah well more than overtime so, so was then like 50,000 so, or something suddenly having to pay for one both. for one thing yeah and quickly he was like okay now you see why I, <laughs> yeah yeah mistakes can be
0: made but uh, i i don't I, I don't get it i've never been i just i'm not married to the same way of doing things yeah. like I go back and I look at my the so a lot of my job as a has always been like generating paperwork. Yeah. As a sound designer as a lighting designer I generated paperwork and I could go back to my very first sound design I still have all the paperwork for it, I still have everything I look at that paperwork and it's just like it's messy, it's cluttered mm-hmm. The skeletons there, like I can, yeah. I can take my current, my recent day paperwork and my original paperwork, and I go, go put they, them side by side and go, like, where- yeah, this, these are definitely by the same person. But the, I've like gutted the fat and got that skeleton down to just the, just the details, like really honed it over, over years of doing different shows and different things and, and solving it. And if, if I had just been like, Oh no, you know, this is my paperwork. It's, it's cluttered. It's confusing. It's, you know, color coded and for no reason look at that and go like this, this is terrible. Why do you do it this way? Like, well, I did it this way because the person that I learned from did it this way. And he learned from the person he did this way. Yeah. And I didn't um, like ever bother to think think for myself and mm-hmm. find something that worked a little bit better. And my my paper, I wouldn't even say that I have the greatest paperwork in the world. I just have the one that works for me. I actually, someone, I was working for someone the other day in a space that I used to manage, and I'm looking at his binder for the show he's doing, and I see my name on a piece of paper, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I pulled a piece of paper, and it's a magic sheet that I created for the space that I put in the space, like, bunches of copies so that mm-hmm. lots of people could... You know, gather them. And the last time I worked in the space, I went to go find my magic sheets that someone threw all of them away, yeah, yeah. and I was very annoyed because, like, so I'm looking at this magic sheet and I'm like, "Yep, I know. I I don't remember when I created this. Three or four years ago, at this point." And I look at it, pull it out, looked at it for one second, and I knew exactly what all the information on it meant because it was clean and it was like my way of thinking, and I kind of. He was like, Yeah, I got this from, you know, the the space years ago. It has all the channel numbers, but I was like, Well, it has a lot more than that. Like these are your groups right here. And so you can look through this this sheet and everything is there. You can go quickly grab exactly what you want. And he was like, Wow, I didn't know that. I said, Yeah. He said, how, how did you know that? And I'm like, like, because I made that my name on the <laughs> corner right there. Yeah. Uh, I I just hate the
2: status. I hate the status quo. Yeah. I people get too reliant on uh routine.
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing in, in my job now is that there's a lot of stuff that's like, Oh, it's just always been this way. Uh, things like, Oh yeah. Well, this person had always just been the person that handles all the pyrotechnics for all the shows. Yeah. Well, he retired and no one thought, To replace him. To replace him. So now where it's like, oh yeah, we need to go get a fire, a pyrotechnics license like in the next month. Great. How are we going to do that? Maybe this time we should ante up and train more than one person to do a thing. Uh, Yeah, this guy always did it. Yeah, he retired now. We're fucked. We're (laughs) fucked right in the ass. We did that to us by not, not thinking years ago, why don't we have a training? Why don't we have trainings to teach people how to be electricians? well we don't need to uh this person always does all the focusing he's good at it yeah i i yeah yeah i agree he's good at it but now we're in a situation where because he was good at that he's been bumped up to being in charge of everything and now there's nobody that can fill his spot down below also
2: what if he gets hit by a truck what if, tomorrow yeah
0: what if he gets hit by a truck tomorrow well what do you mean what do you mean you want your assistants to do like invoicing and dispatching the assistants has always run their own venue. Yes. And then one of them killed himself and we were fucking just thrown into a loop where we had a call that was supposed to happen one day and nobody was on it. And we had to suddenly fill the call. Now imagine this situation assistant kills himself, but him and my job and the other assistant, we've all been working together on this one show like and kind of know what's going on. So he kills himself Oh no, he's not there. That's fine. We've already got a dispatch cuz this person handled dispatch or we've, you know, we've, we can just shuffle someone in and take care of it. Mm. Wax on, wax off. I got hit by a car. Tab got hit by a car on his way to work. Just walking through an intersection. No, I guess no show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> No, we can call Tim because Tim is has all the information that Tab put together because he's built redundancy into everything he's done instead of just being like, yep, I'll run this building, you run that building, and we'll never fucking talk to one another. Yeah. Uh, just makes me want to shout at a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if I shouted at a baby loud enough, then maybe they would die and I'd feel better. Anyway, I, yeah, change for change, just for the sake of change. Cause like my mom, my mom works for this company and they hired a new executive director and she came in and was just like, just ready to start change and everything. Uh I'm going to raise money to do all this stuff. Like that stuff isn't really stuff that we do. This is what we do. Yeah. We're going to do that differently. Like she gave it no time. She gave herself no time to acclimate Uh to the way things were see how which is
2: how like that's how you you know fix things
0: yeah you have to like see the mechanism working in there all the little gears how they mesh together and then and then you can start going like well can we add can we add a program on by adding this gear to this main drive wheel yes we can look that's cool can we can we get rid of this little transfer and and simplify this process and and eliminate a middleman yes we can do that can we Take away this little piece? No, because if you take away this piece, the entire clock stops working.
2: (laughs) You can't just like go in there and be like, okay, well, I'm replacing everything.
0: Yeah. I'm building my own new clock here. Yeah. I mean, you you can.
2: (laughs) You can, but
0: but you're going to step on a lot of toes and you're going to have a lot of fumbles before you get all your pieces into place. Yeah.
2: Because your pieces are also not guaranteed to automatically work together.
0: Yeah. I too much, man. Like, people, I, I, there's a balance. There's yep. definitely a balance between like the way things have always been and newer is better. And, but there's, you need an adjustment period. Yeah. Right. You got to like, you got to set the alignment and then drive the car around a little bit and let go of the wheel and see if it pulls in one direction, see if it pulls yep. in the other direction, go in and tinker and tighten it a little bit more. You, uh, but nope, I've got people just just fighting, fighting for, because then the people that usually go like, uh, this is the way it's always been. They're usually only looking at their little picture. Like, yeah. Here's my, this is my little, my little land. And I want my little land to stay the same because this is the way it's always been. And I was like, I'm looking at the big map, and seeing all these problems coming. Now, if you if you just kind of like real, calm the fuck down uh-huh. and let the way it's always been descend, you might end up with more land, more
2: land. at yeah. the end of the day, or less land if that's what you want,
0: or less land if that's what you want. You're tired yeah. of taking care of it, but to just fight tooth and nail,
1: yeah.
0: like especially especially against me I don't I'm not really vindictive or spiteful when it comes to my work I'm definitely a vindictive and spiteful person <laughs> but there are a lot of people that I hate
1: yeah
0: uh, that I wouldn't piss on if they were on fire but when it comes to my work I am like the highest of professionals I do not have I don't carry personal beefs to work I don't carry work beefs home if I don't like you at work, it's because you're bad at your job. If I don't like you personally, it's because you're an asshole. <laughs> if I think you're an asshole, I can still work with you if you're good at your job. If I think you're bad at your job, I can still hang out with you in private because if you're not an asshole. If you're both things, then I, I do yeah, hate you. Yeah. But usually I allow, some, I allow time to find out if someone is both an asshole and incompetent. Um, so, but... You know, other people other people in the past have been vindictive assholes. So they get accused of like this person doesn't want to speak up about not getting a call because they're afraid they won't get any more calls in the future. Like that's ridiculous. (laughs) It's an absolutely ridiculous statement. Yeah. I have not skipped anybody for any calls ever. So suck my cock, not your fucking place. Leave me the fuck alone. But I'm ready to come to blows. I wish I was. An, I wish I was an uh, unilateral dictator like Justin Trudeau, because mm-hmm. I would just be like, "Here's the new fucking rules. Fuck anybody who's got a problem with it. You have to fight me in in single combat. That's gonna be the new referral list policy. Anyone that beats you in anyone that beats me in single combat is allowed on the A list. Nice. Yeah. That's my issue. The way it's always been. Uh yeah, you know, Buck and Chaco will, will always host Here's what I Don't Get. That's the way it's always been. That's the way it's always been. Man. Well, okay, Chaco's out, but but Tab and Buck will always host Here's what I Don't Get. That's the way it's always been. Uh, Tab and Tim will host Here's what I Don't Get forever. That's the way it's always been. I don't know. Maybe we'll get uh, someone else in here someday, like your mom. Turbo Man. Turbo Man will host the show. Well, this has been Here's what I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into Here's Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord, I don't know, the voicemail upload channel. We got a couple of voicemails there. But let's start with one here in the voicemail ch- uh, the voicemail hotline.
3: Hey, guys. It's Johnny Love Flat woman uh, Here's a do-get for you. Medical analysis. Yeah, I thought you were going to say flat. There's this is, uh, <laughs> YouTube channel called Chubby Emu. I've been watching a bit of their videos. But they only release once a month because they have to do, like, little, like, sketches in it. It's not really that. I'd rather just deal with them talking at the camera, um, the this weird Asian guy. but oh, yeah. It's usually just like an analysis of he how the, the person got into the hospital, what they did to get into the guy. hospital and how they either solved it or the person died. Who knows? Uh, but there's a funny pattern between all of them. And you you might guess it if you watched a couple of it, uh, it's mostly women. It's mostly women eating dumb shit. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Uh, I don't know. Give it a try. All right.
0: See ya. see if YouTube recommends it to me now. Oh, yeah. Now it's been listening in on me.
2: I think they covered, that channel covered the uh, leftovers guy.
0: Oh, really? Well, uh, let's change gears. Swing over here to the voicemail upload. Here's one from Merlot Williams.
2: Hey, Tab and Tim. Merlot Williams here. And I just got done listening to the episode Big Honkers.
0: On Tab's issue of Live, Die, Repeat, The problem with the right is they always want to engage the left with their own personal
2: rule set. They always approach the left with an air of moral superiority. Look at us. We don't loot and burn things. We're better than they are. The problem is the left never gets in trouble for what they do. And if the right continues to hold their signs, they continue to get vilified as Nazis until the right decides to engage the left with the left's rule set, they're going to continue to lose just like you were talking about.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. They, you know, the big honkers being rounded up by the government should be ultimate proof to anyone on, Mm -hmm. on the right. Like it absolutely does not matter how peaceful you are. They will paint you as a terrorist and vilify you and call you the worst things they can possibly think of. And then in the same fucking speech, Fucking Trudeau comes out. He's he's like, yeah, we had to round up all these bad people, but now is the time for Canada to heal, for us to come together across different sides. Like, are you fucking
4: kidding me? Are you fucking kidding
0: me? Yeah, uh, yeah. They, as you can be, like. Fucking we could get together, smoke a lot of pot on Capitol Hill, form a drum circle, holding hands, singing kumbaya. Now uh-huh. I know you're asking yourself, Tim, you're saying, how are we playing the drums if we're all holding hands? <laughs> Wiener. Uh the and they would they would just find like one guy with an an ugly neck neck tattoo, close in on him, like coughing or spitting and being like, guy spits on gay protester. Uh and that'll be like that's the framing. Yeah. Start burning things. Maybe they'll fucking listen if there's actually that's. They know that there's no consequences for the actions. Oh yeah, we're gonna vote them out. Oh, they stole the 2020 election. Well, and the, we'll show them in the midterms. Like, okay, way to go, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't be, couldn't agree with you more. Uh, you want to do one more from the Discord? Yeah. Here's one from Jay.
4: Double T. It's Jay recording this in the car. So uh, this one is hot and fresh. Here's what I don't get. I guess it would be organizational incompetence or apathy, though maybe there's a better term for it. I am trying to move, and I have contacted, I don't know, like 60 places at this point. have had various problems, but my issue is my lease is due for renewal, well, right about now, and A guy at the office who I've talked to for, what, like four years now, left. And I understand because, I mean, yeah, you'd want to escape a shithole like this. So the new guy was actually pretty reasonable. He said, hey, I understand your situation. It's okay. If you sign the 15-month lease, it will not increase. And if you give us 30 days notice, as long as you're ready to bail, we can put it back on the market, get somebody in there you were free and clear. And I go, great, you know, best of a series of bad options. I'd prefer to not renew at all, but whatever. So, I go back to renew, and a new guy answers. I said, what happened to the previous gentleman, who was very nice? He said, he's gone. Uh, oh, Okay, that was quick. Uh, so, I'm now two people removed from the person I actually knew and liked, and I said, well, what about this this deal? And he goes, we can't do that. I said, what What, what do you mean you can't do that? Even if I sign for the 15, even if I you know, sign the, the over a year contract in my blood? And he goes, no, can't do it. Fuck you. Rent's going up $300. And I said, yeah. I can't afford that. And then he condescends to me to talk about rent control departments, which, by the way, I'm in the unique position of being uh, poor for the area, but not so poor that I qualify for that. So, and he said, oh, why don't you come into the office and talk about it? I said, I, I, I don't see how coming in there and getting even angrier at you in person fixes this now if you genuinely can't do it that's fine, but what I don't like is being lied to and then you all play musical peon to av- absolve yourselves of any sort of responsibility and then talk to me like an, I'm an idiot fuck y'all you know what? If I do break the lease, come and track my ass down 900 miles away. Send your little idiot goons who can't even figure out how to fix cabinets or where noise is coming from. I'm sure you'll do a bang up job getting the money I allegedly owe you for this carpet beetle infested, paper thin wall shithole. <laughs>
0: Uh, I I hate the that's a great way to describe it, the musical peons. Yeah. They shuffle yeah. you through different dipshits and then pretend like, oh, I I don't know who would have told who you could, that. Who could have done that? No one no one would ever be so silly as to come up with that. Like or you, I'm you calling uh, you're calling me a liar. Like you you're phrasing it as if there was like someone on your end made a mistake, but and it's shocking all these places. There, it's always someone else answering the phone. Mm-hmm. There's always someone else there to talk to. Uh. Moving sucks. I'm hoping to be moving soon again, like the millionth time. Uh. I got approved for a house. I don't think I told this story. I got approved for a house here in town, mm-hmm. but the house was dog shit. It was on it was a terrible side of town. Uh-huh. Um, It was like very adjacent to train tracks and the yeah. the trains blow their horns constantly and i lived on the other side of the river from and these trains i could hear those trains that i would then be living near yeah. in the middle of the night three four in the morning just Can you? Um,
2: why do trains need horns
0: to oh. warn trucks that they're going to hit them in the intersection
2: you mean the trucks that can't pass the train trucks because the arms go down and yeah. there's flashing lights yeah. and noise there also.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. They don't need them. They we they should be no train horns. If you're stupid enough to park your car on train tracks, you get what you fucking deserve. Yep. Um, yeah, but then uh, Tim actually went and checked this house out with me and uh, it was a three bedroom, one bath all the bedrooms were microscopic. Yep. It had no AC. No. It had only a furnace in the living room, which had the worst layout of any room I've ever been in my yeah. entire fucking life. Uh-huh. Um, it had it had a, a garage apartment that was separate, that was also one bedroom, one bath. But the garage wasn't a garage; it was just two like storage units that yeah. were there. It was awful. My mom wanted me to buy it so that she could like sublease the garage apartment for me. And I was like, this just doesn't work in any stretch of the imagination for what I need for my living requirements.
2: Other than it being a house.
0: Yes. Other than that. So, Uh, well, here's our last voicemail this week.
5: Here's what makes me and I don't get (laughs) AT&T fixed wireless internet. So I got some relatives who live in the country in southern Illinois, or as uh, people there like to say, I got some teen folk out in the states Where they live, they can't get cable internet or DSL. They're pretty much limited to satellite or one megabit rural wireless. Both of these are shit and exorbitantly expensive. So AT&T keeps sending these ads to me for fixed wireless internet for a much cheaper price. And I thought of them. It's a little box that works on their cell network. Well, they can see an AT&T tower from their house. And my phone gets super fast data when I go there. So I put in their address. Not available. (laughs) What the fact. (laughs) So, Uh. they're only offering this in places that already have 8,000 internet options instead of places they could virtually have Monopoly over? To make it even crazier... You can get agency wireless broadband there. It's pretty much the exact same service, but for businesses. Because it's for businesses, it's it costs way more for the same mm-hmm. exact speed, but they throttle you at a much lower usage. I understand if they didn't want to build new infrastructure to pick up a few rural customers, but the shit is already in place, and they just refuse to sell it to just them. Just turn it on. I mean, yeah. just... Fuck <laughs> you, big telecom.
0: Fuck you, too. Fuck telecom in general. They have been... The, I mean, have you ever seen that chart where they the telecommunications committee in Congress, and it's, it's like all the big data providers and how much they've donated to the political campaigns? Uh-huh. And it's like whatever the maximum donation is, it's either 10 or $15,000 just, and it's just a grid, AT&T, all 10 people, $15,000 each, uh, Verizon, all 10, all 10 people, 15,000 each, like fucking straight across the board. Of course, these people aren't giving them any oversight. And then we dump money into the telecom companies go like, Oh yeah, our infrastructure just isn't, we need to upgrade infrastructure. Um, we're going to need it. And the government gives them a big fucking check. They do nothing or they do the smallest token upgrade and then yeah. they give a fucking bonus to the CEOs like such fucking collusion i assume this is like the verizon has this box now where yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's wireless internet for your home and it's it works on the 5g mm-hmm. it's like i i already live in a big city i can just get cable or ATT fiber or you know if i guess if you lived in an area where they do the like non non Compete stuff mm-hmm. where if you're oh you sorry you're in a Comcast zone you could go get a Verizon box and get internet but to me like Andy's family is that's the best use scenario yeah what a bunch of shit bags I hope the day of the telecom rope comes can't come soon enough yeah. well this has been our show thanks for all the voicemails everybody we'll catch you guys next week.